0: Hello everyone For the last few uh, shows I've been speaking quite a bit about uh, what's going on with this illegal immigration more than I really wanted to but I I just feel and felt like uh, I just needed to speak up on it and it wasn't the Holy Spirit in my ear or the you know the God told me this and nothing like that, you know. And let me me talk about that. When you listen to the Apostle Paul, and I'm talking to believers now, when you read uh, Apostle Paul's letters, basically when he's trying to teach us about the family and how we should conduct ourselves as the church, the body of Christ like that, what I love about the Apostle Paul, and that's, that gives me, that helps me to understand that it's okay to think about or have an opinion or just according somewhat lined up to the Word of God to say certain things that I think the Lord is okay with, I got that from Paul. And what, what do I mean like that? Well, Paul was given out and he was led by the Holy Spirit, but so are we. You know, if we slow down and that's what it's going to take for us to slow down. And Paul will let you know if what he is telling the believers, because he's only talking to believers, not the world. He's talking to believers. Whether it's a rebuke or whether it's an uplifting or recommendation or something he recommends, he will let you know if it was a command from the Lord or it was just something that he think will help out. But he also said, but he believed, in a paraphrased way, the Lord is okay with that. I think sometimes we need to understand that God gives us a freedom to speak on things when it's not coming from the word of God. Now, what do I mean by that? We can talk about certain issues, And it's not out of a verse in the Bible. Okay? And we must understand God allows that. He gives us the freedom to be wrong when we are somewhat sincere. It's when you're not sincere when it becomes a problem. It becomes the flesh too much. But sometimes I can sit up there and speak on things and I might not use a lot of verses in scriptures but what I am saying is usually common sense or it lines up with the word of God. On this show, especially if I'm on Connected to the Dots, I, it's straight out Bible based, and I speak with the scriptures because that's Bible study. But when I'm going to to the world most of the time or the program. I have to understand that I have to talk in a term that's understandable to them in a worldly term. And then line it up with the word of God, if I can. Because even when it comes to believers, when you're talking to them, it's important for them to understand what you're saying. Because we live in in a world that's run by the prince of the power of the air, which is Satan. Now, when I'm talking to another believer or another believer talking to me, it's okay to quote verses in scriptures. That's very good when it comes to me and you or another believer. That's very good if they're lined up for us today. It's very important if those verses is for this administration or dispensation that's going to be worked for us today. That's very important. Most believers don't do that. And I think a lot don't just like to hear themselves because they're good at memorizing scriptures and binding and loosing. But uh, when we're talking to young believers, first of all, and talking to the world, we have to know what to say. We can't talk to the unsaved the same way you talk to a believer majority of the time. Because they have they they are, they are not spiritually capable of doing it because their spirit needs to be rejuvenated. So we must understand that sometimes we need to slow down and find out where they're at. When, we talk, when we're talking to a believer, a young believer in Christ. Now, when I mean young believer, I'm not talking about age so much, because you have people 60 years old that's new in Christ, and you have people that's 10 years old that's new in Christ. But either way, I go, you are new, so I'm not so much targeting on the age, because even an 80 year old could be a baby in Christ still. So I would like to find out where they at before I start beating myself ahead the head and quoting scriptures. Because a lot of tradition A lot of junk is in their mind So I like to find out Where a person is at Let them know Man I'm human And I make mistakes Just like you So I like to find out Where a person is at When I'm talking to a believer When I'm talking to An unsaved person I try to do it the somewhat the same way But I don't I don't do it as As looking at them As a believer You, you see what I'm saying I I ask them, if I'm asking, a, let me put it this way, if I'm asking a believer a question like this, how do you know you were saved, or what made you saved, and what do you think about Jesus? As a believer, I might ask another believer that for study and stuff like that, so they can learn it, they can take it from there. They're already saved, but they just still kind of in a gray area of you know, where do they go from there, far as the knowledge of the truth, when it comes to uh, walking in the things of God, And what area should they be mostly focusing on? Because you got a lot of saved people that live in the kingdom program, and they think they're part of the apostles program in Israel, stuff like that. I would teach them that route and try to get them on the right track. When I'm talking to an unsaved person, I don't ask them about what church they went to or whatever like that. I ask them a simple question. What do, you, what do you know about Jesus? Who is Jesus to you? I, I get them off guard. But that have to be, I have to be in the sense that wherever the conversation is going, not out of anger, it can't be out of anger because I'm trying to look down on them because they believe a certain way. They believe in a code, or they believe in this way. You know, it depends on the conversation. If a conversation is mostly on what they're talking about, what they believe or something like that, you know, I have to listen to them. I listen to them. And I try to, not saying that's easy. I try to listen to them, whatever, like that. But if I see they're very dogmatic and uh, they're not open to, hearing what I have to say, then I will cut it short one way or the other. Because I know right now at that particular time, they're not, they are not—they don't want to hear nothing about what I have to say. Because if you don't want to hear what I have to say or another alternative when it comes to Christ, then there's no sense in me sitting here listening to your garbage and let you pull out your junk like I'm a garbage can. See, you, you understand what I'm saying? If you're not willing to hear an alternative from my side or let you know there is another way, but you're not willing to listen to it, there ain't no sense of us continuing in the conversation because you're not going to get that junk in my head and I go home thinking about all that junk you was talking about. See, I look for that opening and a lot of times I can tell if I'm patient, I can't do that if I'm just ready to tell them they're they going to hell on you what you're talking about because the world is the world. We have to, we still can't forget that. We used to be of the world. The world go be the world. You know, and there's different levels where they're at. Some will listen, some what? Some won't. The world will be the world. So don't be shocked when you hear a person cursing and talking about certain things. That's the world. You ought to be shocked or surprised when you hear a so-called believer talking a certain way, but not the world. You see you know what I'm saying? Don't be Try to correct the world all the time, but it's okay to rebuke and correct another believer. We should be doing that, not the world, because the world, what is the world? And sometimes we get that twisted. We try to correct the world, tell them they need to be doing this, they need to get right in this marriage, they need to be doing that. No, you're trying to tell them to do something that's only for the church, the body of Christ that has the Holy Spirit. Those are for us, not the world. See, we get it confused. If they're living in fornication and they're living in adultery, it's okay to talk to them. But we can't give them biblical principles when they are not in the body of Christ. They can use certain principles. Yes, don't get me wrong. But to say that they need to be doing this or they should be doing this, no, that's not a mandate for the unsaved to be doing. That's for the body of Christ, the church, to be doing when it comes to marriage duties and stuff like that. Because the world has their own laws and judges and duties when it comes to marriage. They are in a world of themselves. They are not part of the church. They are not part of the body of Christ. So we must differentiate and know the difference when we talk to the unsaved and the saved. Certain principles, especially the letters and the teachings of Paul, is for the young believers And we need to teach them what they need to be doing, put them on the right track. We can't put the world back on the right track. We need to get the world saved, first of all, before we give them the knowledge of the truth, 2 Timothy 2 and 4. You understand what I'm saying? And me, myself, and a lot of us, we fall into that sometimes. I'm trying to tell the world, man, you're not supposed to be doing that. Many of the world don't know nothing too much about adultery and fornication. They don't understand that language. Most of that language is a King James Bible type of language. And so we start talking about them and there's and not fornication and adultery. Man, they have no idea. A lot of them don't have no idea what you're talking about, man. They're just doing what the world do. Their spirit is dead. I know that's, more, uh, that's not easy. I understand that. And it's very tempting to try to correct somebody and then showing them scriptures how they need to be living. no why are you going to show them how they need to be lived? they cannot do that because they're not saying their spirit is dead you understand what I'm saying we only do this with our brothers and sisters Paul letters was for believers how to conduct marriage family jobs how to obey your masters and servants and stuff like that. That was for believers, not the unsaved. Those are duties and commandments for us. Not commandments as under a law, but a commandments to help us grow. When he talked about prayer, he wasn't telling us to tell the world to pray their way. Only way, only thing, only time God would really heal the world if they finna pray and accept his son. But follow them, you do this, you pray that under either program. Even under the kingdom, many Christians tell the unsaved they need to take this, read this verse every night, and it won't do nothing for them. They are spiritually dead. We need to tell them about Jesus and how to be saved. We need to breathe the word of reconciliation to them. See, we got it backwards. See, know the difference between how to talk to a person that's not saved compared to a brother and sister. It's almost a waste of time rebuking a person that's doing what their flesh is meant for them to do anyway. You used to be there, I used to do be there. We didn't want to hear that. We thought it was impossible to do that because our spirit, man, we didn't have the Holy Spirit. But when you tell another brother and sister, you need to get this right, man. You need to be doing this in your marriage or get out of this pornography or get out of this. Then we're talking to another person. There's worldly ways to stop pornography that works. See? But when it comes to Christians, we can't come to them in a spiritual way of that. We have to lead them to some type of program for their addiction that's somewhat worldly. Never heard this, but that's the deal, man. Come on, let's not get twisted. We have to accept we are a spirit-born church, body of Christ. Know the difference of how to talk to the unsaved compared to to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Real Talk from Joseph Brownley, Body in Christ, Real Talk. Word for the day. God bless you, love you all. Bye-bye, peace out. Peace out, peace out. Listen, Listen to me, peace out. Love you. Your home is more than the sum of its parts, and creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products.